Dr. Joe Eastman is our COVID modeling specialist. He's incredibly smart. He's worked for NASA, the LTER, Colorado State University, currently part of the University of Texas Austin COVID modeling team from the mighty Metroplex of Grand Rapids. He is kind enough to join us today to talk about the latest news with COVID. Hey, Dr. Joe. <laughs> hey, man. How are we doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm on uh, kind of... Uh robotic control right now <laughs> i've been putting in about 17 hour days looking at this bugger and oh boy kind of kind of punch drunk right now <laughs> well at least you had some cooler air it wasn't like it was down here where it was bali uh, bali on the worst day of the year i mean it's it done this one city has been brutal what you've been up there as well you've been 65 and, and cool <laughs> yeah holy temperature gradient you know i it's uh yeah, we're about uh well, almost 30 degrees from you guys down there and uh it, it actually it was pretty nice. The, you know, fishing was beautiful. Well, that's good. Good. I mean, the fish boiled and automatically down here. I'm I'm yeah, I I've steamed like a lovely Asian bun. Oh, I feel delightful on oh. that so. So, but I would say I want to start off with uh this COVID thing cuz you know, you know, it it's hitting home still. I had the weekend I was going to be going up north in early August. Um, uh, One of my brother's friends who came out uh, to our cabin uh, basically came down with COVID right before we went up there. So we ended up having to cancel it. Good news. They did recover. They were able to get back home, which was good news there. I just talked to another cousin who said this is out in Colorado. They're out there. The whole family got COVID. All of a sudden, this was in the, in the last month. The entire family got COVID. All of them got better. Uh, there was one or two scares with some of the older uh, family members. But still, uh, it, this is something I – and I'm starting to see more face masks out, which is a good thing. Uh, but uh, the COVID numbers, we are starting to see more and more cases uh, throughout. You you got that right. Uh, the, basically, the wastewater is uh, – concentrations have doubled in the last about month and a half. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and, and through my work with the uh, World Health Network, we've been able to derive uh, actual case numbers that give us an idea of what's going on across the country. And currently we're up to about 300,000 new cases a day. Um, you, if you remember all the way back to one of our first major waves, that was like Armageddon, you know, 300,000, oh, my gosh. The sky is falling, and uh, that's that's where we're sitting right now. And uh, I'm looking at it, and there's no end in sight here for the next couple months. The <laughs> when you look at the spike, I mean, this is something we've actually been familiar with. We go through the summer, and then all of a sudden, right around August, school starts in in September. We start to see this rise. Is this is this somewhat similar to what we've seen in the past three years? Yeah, yeah, you're and. You know the scary thing is now with the with all the uh, XBB infections. I, I know people that have been gotten infections now three different times here in the last uh, few months. It's like holy buckets! What are you doing? Going out there and just sucking in everybody's air or what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd think after one you'd take a little caution. But anyways, yeah, um, the XBB is is kind of collectively weakened our immune systems and. I don't know. I I got a fear that this this RSV and influenza season is going to be another early peaker, but I think it's going to be pretty big, too. 
because our immune systems are like, would you please stop and get on top of this? <laughs> well, okay. Now, two things here. One, the XBB, that's the latest variant, correct? Yeah, yeah. EG, EG.5 is uh, part of that family. And also the other one that I think will overtake uh, EG.5 is uh, FL.1.5.1. And um, that's also an XBB. And the, the beauty of that is this new targeted vaccine. If you, if you map the, uh, the genetic sequences of, of these two dominant ones right now and compare them to the XBB15 that the boosters designed after, they have so many similarities. So, you know, in the studies for Moderna and Pfizer and, and such not have, have shown that uh, it, it's, given us a really nice uh, boost in our antibodies and should help us with those two variants that are dominant at the moment. The uh, and We'll come back to this because we're going to get your advice once again, like we did last time on what your suggestion is in regards to vaccines and stuff. But I did want to take some time here to talk about it because you, you brought it up here about the flu season. One of the things that was an offshoot of COVID because everyone was social distancing, everyone was wearing masks, at least in 2020, 2021, the flu seasons were actually quite, you know, unremarkable. They were actually, they were down dramatically from what we usually get. Flu is one of the nastiest, you know, annual illnesses we get in the in this country. And they we actually had good seasons. Here we are now. I mean, let's fa- let's face it. I mean, it's even people who are con- were concerned about COVID before and get vaccinations. The idea of going back to masking and stuff like this is, are it's, it's you know it's it's a little bit you know they're they're just not going to do it unless we start having really big problems. I mean, how is that? I mean, th- this is obviously not just on COVID, but this is going to dramatically affect us in the flu season, right? You're you're absolutely correct, and that's why you know most of the Asian societies they. They start wearing their masks in anticipation of the flu season. It's mm. just, it's part of their culture. And, uh, we, unfortunately, we, we've politicized these, this darn thing. And, uh, this is where we're at. And I've seen so many experts right now, um, come out and say, people, please start wearing masks now. <laughs> you know? And I wish they would have just kept this up the entire time. Uh, you know, it's hard. Hard to tell people to do something that uh, we've neglected for quite a while, you know. The um, when you when you look at this, I mean, let's look at differences between the years in the past and this one because it, you know, once again, in the years past, there has been a level of due diligence. There has been a level of of more self awareness. I mean, we're getting ready for. Actually, we started that one of the biggest you know get-togethers in the state of Minnesota. At the state fairgrounds, I dropped off kids at college. We had to go to a Target store. That was a madhouse. I mean, it's it's just we are we are. And by the way, I think maybe two or three people in in Duluth at the Target in Duluth were wearing a mask. It's it's just it's something where I got a bad feeling about this. What are your projections on this? Are they really looking like this could could become one of the worst of the worst? Or is it looking like it's it's going to be somewhat tempered because there is a lot of people that are vaccinated and there are a lot of people that are 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 still doing due diligence on stuff? Yeah, and well that's the other thing. They need to wear N ninety fives. Them surgical masks only give you about eight percent uh efficacy against the virus. But uh anyways, yeah, um the model is doing something right now that I haven't seen 
since about three months before Omicron hit us. Um, and by that, I mean, I am getting widely divergent solutions where I, you know, I run 16 simulations to do a forecast and then I take the average. It's called an ensemble. Okay. And, uh, and the uh, spread between the, the maximum uh, infections and the, uh, the runs with the lowest infections is just massive right now. And I haven't seen that, you know, since before uh, B1 hit us, BA1, and, and eventually it became BA2. And we know the rest of the sad story that led to XBB, you know, that whole family of variants, too. So it really is concerning right now. Um, I've, as I'm seeing these similarities... And I'm not the only modeler that's seeing that right now, but I'm probably the only modeler out there right now that is going out given four months forecast. And, um, boy, it, uh, I, I expect at least a peak of around 3 million new cases a day, um, probably at right around Thanksgiving time. And that's the other thing, um, is that for, is that for the U.S. or for worldwide? That's for the U.S. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like an Omicron wave that, uh, but not quite as big. We we were looking at around five to six million new cases a day during that um, that event. And uh, the the one thing that I don't have in the model that might give us a little hope is the fact that. Um, since the CDC quit reporting vaccine data back in May, we don't get an update of that, and I have no idea how this new booster rollout is going to go. So I'm just going on kind of a trend line and uh, basing my vaccination rates on that, and that's that's one of the weaknesses I have right now. They're they're basically making us modelers fly blind and and not providing us the data that we vitally need. And it's, it's, it's very frustrating. I must tell you, Matt, um, I, I was at my wits end last week when, when I was trying to come up with a way to circumvent this. And, uh, that's, uh, kind of where we're sitting right now. And, the, you know, it's further complicated because of this new variant that just raised alarms all over the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want to talk more about that, I can. All right. Well, we, we, I, I do want to get to the new variant. But uh, the let, uh, if you don't mind dumbing down science a little bit for us, in that w what you said <laughs> is that you're getting, you're getting these models. You do 16 models. You're getting a wide variance there. And that's causing you caution. Just as someone that understands a little bit about basics of average and stuff, why – doesn't that give you hope that maybe, okay, yeah, maybe the, the high numbers are the outliers, that that really this is not going to be that bad? What about that? Like you said, you saw this before with Omicron, but wouldn't basic math and numbers and averaging say, well, if it's such a wide variant, it could go as low as just as easily as it could go high? Yeah, yeah, you're correct. And, and that is why I take the average, and that's what I'm basing my 3 million number off of. Um, I still have a, 10 more runs to finish tonight, and and I'll put those together and put them in my newsletter tomorrow and uh, let you folks know. And, of course, I'll directly uh, mail you uh, with, with the results later tonight um, to give us an idea. But 
Yeah, it should be somewhere right there in the middle. Um, if you're doing your ensemble correctly, and I, I haven't changed anything in the last three and a half years, so I, I think I got a pretty good handle on it. You're you're, and, uh, you're you're doing these models tonight. I'm going to be watching like historic cooking videos on YouTube. You know, I you know <laughs> I think we do not give you enough thank yous and appreciations for spending your Thursday night basically trying to save our butts. So thank you very much, Doctor Joe. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to give back to all of you, all of you what science gave me too. You know, like that's my justification and uh i actually enjoy it it keeps my mind stimulated and uh that's kind of what my makeup is <laughs> i see a science article i just glom onto it <laughs> uh, uh the the so let's talk this variant what's, what, what's you know the, the the is this the uh xbb uh, eg5 or is the fl-1.1.5.1 or is it a different variant altogether it's a, a completely new bird. It, as I briefly talked about, uh, you know, we had BA1, that was the original Omicron, and that turned into BA2, and that really raised some havoc. And uh, and then the BA2 ended up being the uh, BA5, which hung around for, it seemed like forever. It was the woodpecker on a dry pine type of thing. And then we got the, uh, the XBB family that uh, came along and is spawning variants at a rate that is just absolutely incredible. Um, but anyways, this new one is based off of uh, BA2, and okay. it's called BA2.86, and um, it has over 30 mutations. Uh, two-thirds of those are on the spike. And what we have figured out so far, based on the genetic mapping, is this thing even bonds tighter to the ACE2, which is allows the virus to get into your cells. And um, we, we're not sure if it's going to be like the new XBBs, where it actually shares its RNA with the cell and becomes incorporated into the DNA. And then the cell can't, can't call the T cells because it doesn't think anything's wrong. So that's what we got going on right now. We're just not sure about the transmissivity of this new BA2.86, and that is the big tell. And we should see in the next uh, next variant report coming out in uh, another week uh, at the end of the month or first week of September. And at that time, we'll have a much better idea. Because, you know, this thing is in seven countries, and we're hardly testing it at all. So we've picked it up, and the fact it's in seven countries is kind of like, okay, it's all over the place now. What, 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 <laughs> so, do, can I ask what seven countries we're talking about, or at least every, any big ones? There's a lot of daily international flights between us and them? Yeah, Japan was one of the, the big ones, you uh, know, and, of course, the U.K. Oh, so we have, yeah, a lot of travel between us. Uh, let me see. Uh, Israel, Denmark, uh, South Africa, Switzerland, and Thailand round out the the bunch, I believe. And uh, we've we've had it in Ohio, and we've detected it in Michigan and Virginia now. So it is in the U.S. And um, 
Uh, it's probably in a lot more widespread than just these seven countries, obviously. So, Well, um, thank God no one gets together for big football games in Michigan and Ohio. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I know. In fact, I look at the state fair and you guys, you know, I, I love food, of course. Yeah. But you guys look at all the fair they got there and I look at it as a super spreader event. People just converging from my, hundreds of miles around, you know. I think I'm going to be going back to I'm going to be going back to 2021 standard, which was if I'm outside, I'll be mask free. But the second I get into a building like the fine arts building or, you know, like the horticulture building, I'll put a mask on and just be in there while I'm mask on while I'm in there. I think that's about the best way to go about it. Right. And then even if if you are outside, though, and you end up in the middle of a pretty big crowd, you know, like waiting in lines and stuff. Yeah, you got to remember, people are respiring, and that thing is going twelve feet at least. If oh, there's no, not much wind, so um, I I'd even wear my mask out there if I was down there. I wish I could be there with, to enjoy it, but um, all right. So I, I I want to do end this the the same way we did last time because I because we you you've talked before about there's vaccines that are out now they're current. You got a big one that's coming on out. Obviously, um, you know, kids got kids going back to school. The biggest problem with the kids, obviously, is they become super spreaders themselves. They get it sick, and they can go and get a, a lot of other family members sick. So, I guess what, what's your suggestion here? Do, do do you recommend now go get the vaccine right now, then get that booster in a few months when the, yeah, after it's become available, and then try to figure out your flu shot in there somewhere? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I said that it wasn't coming until October. We thought. Now I'm hearing reports it could be here in mid-September. So since it's targeted against this XBB family that's flying around right now, I would suggest if you can just be very careful for the next next few weeks and wait for this new one to come out. Um, also, at the same time, I'd recommend getting your uh, your uh, RSV shot. And, um, you know, you might want to wait a little more time to get your flu shot or get your flu shot right now. Have all those three because this this RSV for older folks like myself and the uh, younger kids under five, oh boy, it's it's really nasty. And if our immune systems are already weakened, look out, it uh, it's not going to be good. So um, that's kind of what my advice is for, for right now. And uh, Hopefully, you know, the government just allocated $5 billion to get our next generation of vaccine where we don't have to play whack a variant every every six months or every year to create a new uh, vaccine because we can't we can't keep doing this. And I'm saying for the next four years, this bugger is going to be around. So um, get used to it and uh, please, please mask and and be safe and and go Well, one, one, oh, last, one last quick question here. So, so if someone has gotten this vaccine, because I know I've actually known some people who's gotten got went out and got the current booster, is that still going to be okay? How many long? How long between that one and the next one they could get that next one that that one that comes out that goes after the XBBs? Yeah, yeah, they're going to have to wait another six months. Okay, um, unless unless you got a doctor that's uh, that knows what they're talking about and uh, they'll they'll let you get it earlier in about three months. So, All right, so. Uh, 
that's where we are. All right. Dr. Joe, if you're not following his blog, you need to. I will post his blog on all the social media sites a little bit later on. Dr. Joe, it's it's scary, but it's my goodness, I, I'm I'm glad to be one of the few places we're still putting this information out because the reality is is if if not for you, I don't know a lot if, if a lot of people would have any clue how bad this could potentially get. So thank you very much. As always, I really appreciate the time. And I I thank you and commend your show for doing a great public service and uh, keep up keep going and stay safe. Thanks, Dr. Joe. <laughs>